Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. I'm joined by Mr. Tron Carter. TC, how are you today? Randy, I'm good. I'm just just recovering from uh, from from a red eye. Every time I take one, I say I'm never taking one of these again, and then I book another one. You had quite a weekend out in the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Tacoma area. Uh, looked like an awesome refuge organized event. Shout out Mr. Vinegar, the Olympic prolific. How was it? It was great, man. I Chambers Bay played it three times. Could not be more impressed. I think it's one of the most underrated golf courses I've ever played. How that place is in a top 100, top 75 golf course in the United States is beyond me. I mean, it's in great shape. They're having the four ball this week, but uh, it was unbelievable. Like I was, uh, I think if you gave me 10 rounds between the original abandoned dune, dunes course and, and chambers, I'm going like seven, three chambers. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That you yeah. did have me, you did have me pumped up. I, that's a course I would love to see someday and hearing how much you liked it. I was looking at the pictures that you were sending. Um, gets me really excited to hopefully get out there. They just got so dicked over by the, the greens and the USGA, you know, and yeah. uh, got new greens in there and it was, it was flawless. It was freaking awesome. There's, you know, there's like 13 or 14, like just world-class holes there. So do you think they'll um, ever go back there for us open? I don't, I mean, I, it's definitely, it's a really shitty place to watch golf. <laughs> I could say like, I, you know, not a, not a good, not a pleasant spectating experience. Like, um, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I see no reason not to. It was awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah, like one of the best finishing stretches I've ever played. Um, great caddies out there. Yeah, it was just just an all-around great great spot. I went to Gold Mountain, too, which is uh, Spieth won the pub links there. Um, fantastic spot as well up, up on the Olympic Peninsula. And then we played the home course, too, which I was very, very unimpressed with. Um, so, you know. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta take the good with the bad. You know? Were any were any trains going through chambers when you were playing? It was crazy. I felt like we were playing the Truman show or something. It was the most idyllic spot. The sunset is going against the uh the Olympic Mountains. Um, and we've got like, you know, a yacht or a, a sailboat moored about a hundred yards off the shore behind uh 16, which is the par three, or sorry, 15, which is par three down the hill. And then, you know, a train comes by on the one end and a train comes by, like, double trains. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Unbelievable. So, what a world. Unbelievable. In action. So, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to explore too, too much. We stayed over in Gig Harbor. Uh, I didn't get to any grocery stores. I had, a, had an email from a, a friend of the program, um, Ryan Bear, who, who uh, sent a along a bunch of Intel for South Puget sound grocery store scene. Uh, he said, Fred, Fred, Fred Myers is kind of the, the local Kroger entry out there, uh, or as local, or as the locals call it Freddy's. Uh, and then there's Tacoma boys, which is, which is just a super, you know, bespoke great, you know, butcher counter, all that stuff. Uh, and then metropolitan market is another, another kind of upscale local chain. But, uh, but yeah, it didn't, didn't get a chance to, uh, I don't think I even went to Seattle, flew into, uh, SeaTac and then, uh, which interesting airport. I'm not sure I'm, I'm ready to, you know, say anything about it. Only, you know, only flew in and flew out. I need to connect there or something like that. But, uh, certain parts of it felt more like a, like a, like a really nice, like European train station. Uh, and then like Tacoma was really, really cool. Um, yeah. And just, just great, great bridge. The uh, Tacoma and arrows bridge. 
there as well. So yeah, I could, I could move to, I could move to Seattle or one of those islands off the coast of Seattle, like tomorrow. <laughs> so good. I mean, and I know like the weather, like we had the nicest four days of the year out yeah. there. I know it sucks, you know, probably eight months a year, but it was, it was delightful. I would, God, I would love for you to move up there. Give me a, give me an excuse to go up and visit. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in Denver? Denver, I, my sister came out to visit last weekend, had an absolutely wonderful time with her, uh, left the kids at home, left Good Bar at home. So some, some wow, quality, no good bar, no good bar. Uh, quality sibling time, went to a couple Reds games. They were in town. Went they beat out, the hell out of their office. No, they, they, I saw them. They, they split the two games we were there. They squeaked out a win. Um, what else did we do? We went on a hike. I put her to work a little bit. She helped me. Uh, my place has all these like planter boxes. So she took me to a local nursery garden center. Uh, we put some stuff in the boxes. We'll see how long you I get. Um, oh, gosh. What didn't I get? All kinds of stuff, TC. We got a couple uh, peppers. Got some basil. Uh, got some flat, like some marigold flowers. Um, some lavender. It, it's going to be it's going to be a sweepstakes here in another month or two. I hope. Uh, DJ was up at, up in uh, Illinois and he was, he was on the gardening kick last week. Solly was on the gardening kick last week. I, think I need to get that, my ass. Here. Yeah. It's that type of year, man. Get, get them in the ground. Come on. Uh, there's a, uh, in Seattle, we, there was a bonsai like conservatory. I wanted oh, to go in there. Oh Next time God. I go back, I went to the Weyerhaeuser like bonsai museum or something like that. Uh, but I think you should get a bonsai tree with some of those little mini scissors. You, I, you know, no, no lie, TC. I think getting bon, getting deep into bonsai is one of my more immediate life goals. And I say that with all sincerity. It, it fascinates me. Great climate for it where you are too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to the botanical gardens, gosh, last week, 10 days ago. Uh, but the bonsai because the weather's a little variable now, I guess bonsais don't do well when with the big um, swings. And so they had them inside and yeah. because of COVID, the inside was closed. So uh, a little disappointed, have to get back there when the, um, when the weather becomes a bit more consistent and um, could turn your apartment into, a, into an indoor arboretum. I got some good windows. Yeah. We're not far off of that TC, maybe a, a grow house. Uh, uh anyway uh, let me let me before we dive in any further let me thank our first sponsor for today's episode of course our good friends at precision pro golf uh no laying up is brought to you by precision pro golf tc i gotta imagine you were using that range that range finder a bunch up in uh up in the pacific northwest a lot of slope too had to had to get confirmation that slope was allowed in the tournament we were playing in (laughs) Which I played right-handed, by the way. Talk about that, but uh, but yeah, I was using the hell out of the Precision Pro. Yeah, uh, right now, my bag. It is the most important club. Yeah, it's what you use the most. And right now, listeners, you can add the NX9 Slope to your golf bag for twenty dollars off. All you have to do is use the promo code Trap Draw, all one word, at checkout at PrecisionProGolf.com to receive twenty dollars off uh, their most advanced range finder the NX9 Slope TC. I know I don't have to tell you, but for the sake of the listeners, this thing, crystal clear display, slope adjusted distances. It's got a great target lock feature. It'll vibrate uh, when you get your yardage and it's got the built-in magnet, which you can stick right to your golf cart. And I didn't even mention 
free lifetime battery replacement. Uh, just a phenomenal product, phenomenal deal. Hope to see some of them at the PGA Championship this week. Uh, hopefully some guys have some Precision Pro range finders. So I, I saw a lot out of Chambers Bay. Bunch of, bunch of refuge folks getting involved. Love, love to see it. Good, good. So one more time, add the NX9 slope to your golf bag. Go to precisionprogolf.com. Use coupon code TRAPDRAW at checkout for $20 off our favorite rangefinder, the NX9 slope. Swing with confidence, hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. And I'm going to throw it right to Mr. Jeezy before I forget. All right. Thank you, Mr. Jeezy. TC, it's Kiowa week, PGA championship. Talk to me. You mentioned you were, you were playing right-handed. Is, is the grand experiment, is it officially a wrap? It's not a wrap. I'm still going to keep the lefty stuff going, but I just kind of had a, something with myself where I said, Hey, if, if, you know, if, if I have a few rounds in a row where I'm not having that much fun, uh, I'm pressing a little bit too much, you go back right-handed. So I, you know, I made it 11 and a half months, um, you know, and then we're, we're, we're still going to keep it fresh. I think this is actually going to help me out. It's going to bring me back up and get me using both sides of the muscles and keep me, keep me on point. So I actually played, played pretty well too. I just, dude, I, the last round, so I switched, I putted lefty the first day, putted righty the second day, and I switched putters the third day. <laughs> I couldn't get the ball hole on the third day. I had like 42 putts. Ooh. Actually like 81, 42 putts. It's crazy. That was, that was like, a, like four putts from like 20 feet, man. Like full blown yips. The, God, that's harkening back to the good old days there, TC. No, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back to the lefty, lefty putter, at least. So, uh, well, um, I, I want to, I want to again just commend your your bravery throughout this whole experiment. Uh, it's it's really something that I think we'll look back on and just marvel at. That you actually played golf left-handed for for a full year. What an unbelievable, what an unbelievable effort. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. I think I'm just concerned. You know, we're we're going to Detroit, Philly next week. I'm headed out to Denver after that. I'm bringing my right-handed clubs, but I got to bring my lefty clubs too. So I'm going to be traveling with two sets of golf clubs for a few flights, which is going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, May accomplice from last week. I have a couple. Um, First one, uh, yeah, I told him top top of the list, Ricky Brackett. He was seeking an apology. I, I think I, I know I was guilty. The Will Amet Valley. I think I was calling it the Willamette Valley. Uh, Will Willamette, damn it. That's, Will, that's how. Uh, yeah, Will Amet. So I, I sincerely apologize to not only Ricky but all of the folks in in Oregon. Uh, the other one, Hayes Parks pointed out that I guess Lee Harvey Oswald was born and is from New Orleans, not DFW. I don't know if Tron, you'd like to issue an apology along those lines. No, he, he lived in DFW, right? I, probably, say. right? 
Who can yeah. say? Who can say? No apology though. No apology. No apology oh, on that one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, current events. I think we were both pretty psyched to see uh, Colonial Pipeline. They paid the five million dollar ransom to the hackers. That that was fun. Listen, I love I love seeing it. entrepreneurialism. You know, that's, that's exactly right. What a what a business. Uh, you know, what a, what a business venture. Yeah, I mean, until it, until it affects you personally, Randy. Until you know, of I feel course. like everybody was getting a getting a giant taste of what I live for, with which is almost running out of gas, taking it to the <laughs> limit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's well, it's kind of like the modern day piracy. You know, just it's a provocative way of doing business. I, I respect the hustle, I guess. Uh, other current events we got going on. Um, did you see that cart? That uh, karting, like the the Formula One, it's like the you know precursor to Formula One. Did you see that karting video? I, the one that you sent, yes, I did. Where like yeah. the whole field wiped out on the same turn. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> that, Nobody was hurt, so we can say it was truly awesome. Yeah. So it was. I guess it was uh, raining, and they had a big sharp turn, and literally every cart just slid right off. Uh, nobody, nobody could make the turn. It was. It was kind of funny. Um, uh, I want to I want to congratulate you on uh, your your boy John Stanky and and the gang at AT and T big big discovery merger spinoff whatever you want to call it there. Yeah, the Stanky leg doing deals. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, I want to congratulate you on your Utah Jazz getting the the number one seed out west. How about that? How about that? We came from nothing. And and your son's getting the two seed. What I mean, everything's just coming up TC right now. Yeah, sons sons are looking spry. They beat the Jazz. I mean, Donovan uh, Donovan Mitchell's still out. I think he's coming back soon. My my Jazz beat the hell out of your Kings the other night. Granted, it wasn't you know wasn't the A team. No, I'm not even sure if it was the B team either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, good good win for the Jazz. Um, I, I'm I'm psyched for Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson, I mean, what a season he had. Good, good for him. I think, you know, he was always, he was always a guy that, obviously, super talented, um, good scorer. I, I think, you know, he's obviously found a niche and a role out in Utah and has really flourished. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about Jordan Clarkson. I, I, I appreciate his game and and enjoy watching him play. There you have it. Real recognize real. Uh, any. <laughs> Any statement on the Kings officially missing the playoffs for the 15th consecutive year? It's, it's, that's tough. Um, you know, I They've just been think, to 15 or sorry, 10 different head coaches in that time frame. Yeah, I did. I did just read that Luke Walton's going to be back next year. Uh, no, I think, you know, that, that much failure, it's just going to make the sweet that much sweeter when, when we, uh, and I'll say we, when we do make the playoffs, uh, which I think. I might go out of limb and say it's going to be next year. The Kings will be in the playoffs next year. I need you flying to Sacramento and starting to go to some Kings games. Yeah, I might, Quick I flight. Might, yeah, I might have to figure out how to get out there for like opening night or something. You know, I've had a few people reaching out saying, hey, Trey, you know, give, give an apology to give Trey Young. No, I don't. I still wish they had Luka. And, I, you know, I just don't think you can build a championship team with, with Trey Young. Like he's – small to play defense and he's, he's on a great stretch right now um yeah i, I just 
he's yeah. nebbish. That, that that is gonna be a fascinating matchup. Talk about contrasting styles. They they play the Knicks first round. Uh, Tibbs is all about defense. You know, likes it physical, and the Hawks are are certainly more finesse. I, I'm psyched for the playoffs. I think there are great matchups, interesting matchups across the board, even in round one, which is sometimes rare. You, you, you know. Round one can be a snoozer, but uh, I, I think both East and West, I'm I'm pumped. Uh, and then I, I just want to give a shout out to Steph Curry. He's playing like generational basketball right now, <laughs> like he, ridiculous. He's really good, man. He he is really really good. I I think he's he's got that Jordan in him, you know, like that that just I don't know the swagger and the the just get the ball in the hoop, man. I think Philly fans are going to be pissed hearing this, but I think he should win the MVP. Uh, I mean, leads the league in scoring. Just an unbelievable second half of the season. Uh, I mean, overall, shoots it. Yeah, he was like, yo, like, if, if this guy, if you take him off the Warriors, like, <laughs> they're like one of the top four or five worst teams in the league. Uh, yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I'm sure Embiid will get a lot of a lot of votes as well. We'll see. And, and also the the Joker, Jokic deserves some recognition in Denver. But um, yeah, yeah. Curry man, that cause, because you don't want all, all the Nuggets fans on your ass out there. Uh, no man, I gotta walk the streets out here. Yeah, you playing any golf yet out there? No, no golf yet. No golf yet. Uh, when so, supposed to play Wednesday? We're recording this Tuesday. Supposed to play tomorrow, but. TC, the weather sucks right now. I'm looking out my window. It's raining. It rained all day yesterday. It doesn't look great tomorrow, so we'll see. But um, maybe, maybe breaking the the Denver Gulf streak tomorrow. We'll we'll keep you updated. Condolences. I saw your your, your boy Bob Baffert getting sued by everybody. Uh, I think there's a federal racketeering case against him. Barred from the Belmont. Did did run in the Preakness. Uh, I just, you know, I hate that for you, Randy. I know. Thank you. He deserves better. His oh. hair, his hair deserves better. That's actually something. People were d- doubting my story, saying, there, "I guess there was a Schaefer BMW in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, and they 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 had to change their name." Uh, which, you know, going back to the Baffert, like we had that discussion about Bob Baffert and right. Schaefer from Eastbound and Down and all that. Um, I, I still contend that. It's based off of a, or at least somewhat inspired by an Alabama ophthalmologist named Jack Schaefer. I love it. I, it's, I mean, there you have it. What else, what else do you need? Uh, and then, oh, by the way, there's supposed, there supposed to be a really good, like three part ESPN investigates pod on how, like how dirty horse racing is by Wright Thompson. Wright Thompson mm-hmm. did it in front of the program. Is so I'm going to have to. Or coming out. I think, it, I think it was out from, I think it was from a couple of years ago. Oh, I got to dig the archives and try to find it. Yeah, that, that came that came highly recommended. Cool. So. Uh, we're going to Charleston this week. I, you know, we Charleston, are. essentially Kiowa. Um, do you effort anybody? I know you're busy. You're up in Seattle. Did you throw it? I did. Team? I did. I efforted uh, Ovi Muhaley, uh, former Falcons uh, fullback, uh, during my adolescent years. Just a just a stud, and then uh, Laron Prophet as well. Was a big Laurent Prophet guy. Uh, loved him at Maryland. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. Speaking of your Falcons, I saw Roddy White is born in Charleston. Roddy White, one of the most physical receivers of all time. He, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. He helped he helped crown he helped crown Julio earlier in in Julio's <laughs> career. Speaking of Julio, Juan Smith, uh your boy AJ Green from I know. outside Charleston. Uh Somerville, nearby Somerville. I didn't I, I did not effort him because I didn't want I, I just that would have put you in a tough spot. I didn't want to do that to you this what week. A, yeah. Uh Carlos Dunlap is from Charleston. Another uh Bengal stalwart, ex Bengal. I saw uh Art Shell, the old ball coach, is uh Art Shell RIP. I don't I don't think we efforted him. I think you just saw it, right? Did I know he was RIP? I don't I don't know. Maybe he's not. No, he could be. Uh, I think you're right. That's why he didn't oh, get still back alive. to me. He is still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. So he just didn't get back to you. So he just didn't return my call. Well, screw him then. Um, who else? Kwame Brown, born in Charleston. I, if you didn't see, God, Kwame went on one yesterday uh, all, all over Twitter. It, he had some strong words for some of his former Wizard teammates, including yeah, – Is Kwame Brown the Michael Jordan handpicked number one yes. selection? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Uh, so I would encourage people. It's very not safe for work, but uh, some interesting stuff from Kwame. Oh, gosh, who else? Uh, Melanie Thornton, the lead singer of the uh, seminal outfit La Bouche. Oh, of course. Uh, they, God, they had a, a big hit there in the 90s. Yeah. Want to be my lover, I think, right? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, feature, as, as heard on Night at the Roxbury. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, Darius Rucker, of course. Um, Mr. Andy Dick. Andy Dick, yeah, yeah. Stephen Colbert. Uh, I always find it interesting. The, the, the mayor of Charleston, um, they had the same mayor for like 30 years, 40 years. Joseph P. Riley Jr. He was the mayor of Charleston from 1975 until 2016. 40 almost 41 years uh, we we really were trying to effort him uh <laughs> but maybe maybe another time that was all i had did you have anybody else i didn't i didn't um we yeah we, that's that's really it yeah but we somehow stumbled onto a, a great guest i think somebody perfect for charleston uh one of your i know you've played golf with him before unbeknownst to him about midway through the uh, <laughs> yeah midway yeah. through the interview and then I kind of jogged his memory. Right. Um, yeah, just a delightful guy. Mr. Uh, Mr. Shep Rose, star of the Bravo hit series, Southern Charm. Uh, do you watch Southern Charm? Have you watched Southern Charm? Not really. No, I've, I've watched it before. Uh, my wife watches it. Uh, I think he's got another show too, doesn't he? Good, good question. I'm not sure. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah, it's, no. it, it's kind of one of those things that, that you know, like – I know he's out there doing it and I know he's, he's, he's kind of doing his thing, but uh, it's just not really in my orbit, Right. But I, but I love the fact that he's doing it, you know? Exactly. True, true respect the hustle. So, yeah, I, you know what? He's been on Vanderpump rules before too. Well, now that's a crossover I could get behind. Although yeah. I, I think we haven't watched VPR and I haven't watched it in a couple of years. I haven't I either. Neither. Once we, we kind of we we would love talking to our buddy the commission about VPR and I, it's just kind of fizzled. So I, I lost. And then once my once DJ James Kennedy kind of exited stage right, it was it was not as fun anymore. Yeah, you know exactly, exactly. But yeah, I think that you know interesting. Like he's deep in the Charleston scene, mega yes. deep in the Charleston scene. So 
he's, and he's a friend of he's a friend of Max's. So a friend of Max is a friend of ours, obviously. So exactly. Uh, without well, further ado, yeah, let's get to our interview with uh, with Mr. Shep Rose. All right, before we do get to that interview, I want to thank our other sponsor for today's episode, and that is, of course, our good friends at DraftKings. They have a great promotion this week, 100-to-1 odds, TC, on your boy, Bryson DeChambeau, recording at least one birdie this weekend. You could turn $1 into $100 in free credits if Bryson has a birdie this weekend. What do you think? Is he going to make any birdies? I would be really sick if he made no birdies. <laughs> that would be tough. Be incredible. That'd be a tough beat. Uh, but yeah, place any pre-tournament bet of $1 or more to be entered into the promotion. And so long as Bryson records at least one birdie this weekend, you will get $100 in free credit. That's any pre-tournament golf bet uh, of one or more dollars. DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting, TC. It's a legitimate sports book based right here in the United States. You can rest assured that your funds are totally secure. It's safe, secure, reliable. You can with deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Right now, listeners, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code TRAPDRAW when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users have a shot at turning $1 into $100 in free bets if Bryson DeChambeau sinks at least one birdie this weekend. Enter code TRAPDRAW when you sign up to get in on all of the action. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus paid out in four $25 bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Thank them very much for sponsoring the Trap Draw. And now on to our conversation. Joining us now on the line, live from uh, South Carolina, I assume Charleston. I'll, I'll ask him here in just a second. Uh, Mr. Uh, Shep, do you, uh, I, I think everybody kind of just knows you by your first name, Shepard Rose. Um, are, are you in Charleston and also good afternoon. How are you today? So you're, you're implying that I'm like Cher or Madonna or some of that stature. Uh, yeah. I thought, you know, everybody, everybody just knows Shep now. Oh uh, man, that's awesome. That makes me feel good. Um, yeah, I'm in Isle of Palms. I live on Isle of Palms. Um, I lived, I moved here about three and a half years ago. I had a house downtown. I built a house downtown that was near the bars and it was three stories and had a rooftop deck. And, uh, I had to leave. I mean, I thought, uh, the parties, the, the days were getting long or shorter and the nights longer kind of situation. And I remember I had one, um, this i mean i am out is everything this isn't pg is it uh oh, absolutely yeah <laughs> i had this guy call me he was i, I obviously will protect identities here and uh he he worked at a restaurant i love the guy he's nice as hell but he's a little rascal and uh he called me he's like yo man he's like uh, can I bring a girl over to your house, use a guest room? <laughs> He's like, I, I can't let my other girl know about it. I can't. I was like, no, no, this is not a brothel. <laughs> and, uh, but nevertheless, I, I mean, we had people or I had people showing up with a bunch of girls and beers at all hours. And so I was just like, man, I got to get out of here. So I moved out here and, uh, this is more my speed. I, I grew up in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, 
And this is a lot more like that. You know, you, you go to the same place. I like going to the same places and knowing all the waiters and, and bartenders and, and all that stuff. So this is, I'm in, I'm in the right place. Uh, so I, I guess best place to start then what's why, why, why Isle of Palms versus Sullivan's or Folly or Mount Pleasant or any of the other kind of Island spots. Why? Yeah. Um, I hear you. There's like, that's a, uh well okay folly's great i i grew up going to folly or like well grew up i like in my teens and college years and a little after that because folly was turned the hell up it still is but it was and also it had a scene there um and sullivan's only kind of really came about um i would say 15 years ago when they had this restaurant called Pose, which is which had bur- has great burgers and stuff, and there wasn't much else out there, so people were like, "Oh, okay, so we can go out there and drink and and get burger and go and walk down to the beach." And then and then Home Team Barbecue came along. Of course, Dunlavies has always been out yeah. there, uh, but Home Cream Barbecue came along. That's some University of Georgia guys, friends of mine. Um, and that up the ante again. So there we were, uh, there Sullivan's was, as, and then now they've got um, Mex One, Obstinate Daughter, High Time. I love it. I love, love, love Sullivan's. Isle of Palm, as far as I could tell, has always had the Windjammer, which is the live music venue. And honestly, the Windjammer is the only restaurant with like a deck on the beach. You can sit there and watch the waves roll in. So I take, I take friends of mine there that haven't, they want to see the beach all the time. And then, but it was Isle of Palms has always been a little, not unlike Folly, a little rough around the edges. It's now turned into way more uh, higher uh, client, high net worth clientele. I mean, I although I'll say this. So I looked at Sullivan's and I looked at Isle of Palms. I like this side of town a little better. I like my, I think Mount Pleasant's a little nicer than James Island as far as amenities and, and restaurants. James Island is, is how you get to Folly. Mm-hmm. And Folly's another is really another 15 minutes drive from downtown. So it's a little further away, but it has its own little scene, which I totally respect and like as well. But so I looked at Sullivan's and I looked at Isle of Palms. Isle of Palms at the time and kind of still was 30 percent less uh, home, you know, on generally home prices. So I got somewhat of a deal. And I don't really care. I mean, a lot of people care about prestige and, and zip codes and stuff like that. I do not care. I live three blocks off the beach. I go to Sullivan's all the time um, to all the restaurants over there. And Isle of Palms has got some great places too. Um, and so things are crazy here right now, guys. Like home prices, everybody in the United States, I feel like is and there's a lot of money running through this town. Um, a house, a, a complete teardown near me just went for $3 million, you know, and you're just like, how the fuck? So it's wild. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I feel like half of, half of Long Island and, and Soho and all of that is just, just relocated down, down to Charleston proper. Like it's yeah. crazy. Cause, yeah. Cause we used to go down, my brother my family and I, we used to rent a house on, on Isle of Palms every summer. This was back in the like early 2000s. And uh, it's just wild to see how much, how much everything's changed just over the last 10, 15, 20 years. I mean, like Mount Pleasant, for instance, that was just a sleepy little spot. You could get in there for, you know, yeah. under, under 500 grand. And now I feel like that's even just 
insane, right? Yeah, and it's spread all the way, all the way up to Allendale now, like uh, Dunes West, all those, uh, Charleston National, like it just keeps going and going up Highway 17. But I would, yeah, as much as it's changed in the last 10 to 15 years, I completely agree. I mean, I don't know what it's going to look like. I mean, last 10 to 15 months, it's it's just, I don't know where this goes, but uh, I don't want to move anywhere. Uh, so I'm going to, and, and then, you know, my dad's like, oh, the market will settle down. And I'm like, will it though? Like, I don't know if it ever will. So I think people have figured out that you can work from wherever you want. And I mean, my, my sister-in-law is a real estate agent in Charlotte and she is killing it. I mean, so it's not just the coast, it's just sort of the South and, and the nicer weather year round and people are just flocking here. What year did you move? Did you move right after college? I moved here right after college. Yeah. And, um, and I had a, uh, I got a job with a uh, real estate agent who then got custody of his three young kids because his wife was getting remarried. So I, I was kind of his fourth kid and he would call me in the morning and be like, Hey, change of plans. Uh, you're going to take my son surfing all day. I was like, bam. <laughs> and um, so I wasn't making much money, uh, but I was enjoying myself. I had a, a girlfriend and we, we had a fun crew. And finally my dad was like, uh, the party's over, buddy. You're, you graduated from college. And he got me, helped me get a job down in South Florida in uh, West Palm with uh, a home builder. And then I worked for Greg Norman. After that, I met him at some event and sort of like shook his hand and, was, and talked to his business manager. So that was kind of cool. And then I went to business school at Vanderbilt and then um, was almost going to move to Atlanta. And then I met the creator of our show here on uh, at a rooftop party here in Charleston. And he, we started talking. I gave him a business card. I, I, I had at the time that said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a picture of one guy punching another guy in the balls <laughs> and I would give it out to people. And, uh, he thought that was great. And he was like, man, you're exactly who we're looking for. I was like, well, that's, that's nice. But you know, I've got this plan. I was going to, I had, I was going to try to do this, that, and the other. And he was like, look, just let's film uh, for a day and, and, um, and, and just so for a sizzle reel is what they call it, just to see if anybody will bite in Hollywood. And we went up to my um, family's farm with a bunch of girls and, and steaks and oysters and shotguns and whiskey and, and had a day on camera. And uh, six months later, uh, or maybe four months later, I got a phone call and, uh, it was like, it's on our, and I was like, Oh shit, I didn't, I didn't think I'd see you guys ever again, but, um, uh, and it's been a wild ride. And so, yeah, I've been kind of circling Charleston. I mean, Charleston's the kind of city that everybody would obviously be, love to live in, but it's hard to get, make a living here. It just is. They're not, there's not like a bunch of banking jobs or, it, or uh, and then I guess lawyer and doctor, there's an MUSC, the, the medical university here, but it's, it's tough, to, tough to thrive here professionally. So a lot of times people move here and they get flushed out pretty quickly uh, and, and everyone likes to drink all day, every day. So that, that kind of kills some motivation as well. So I'm blessed to be able to live here. I really love it. 
TC, I want to, I, we're going to get into Charleston and the show and, and so much of that, but I, I want to circle back and ask you about growing up on Hilton Head, because I feel like there aren't many people that actually grow up on Hilton Head Island. Uh, I want to, what, what part of Hilton Head did you grow up on? Uh, and I believe I read, did you go to Hilton Head Prep, the little school yeah. right there on the island? <laughs> That's I awesome. Did. Yeah, I grew up in Sea Pines. Um, no way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, this little street called Jasmine Place and uh, golf course in my backyard. I, um, you know, there. I would describe it as there's really nothing bad that could happen to you. It was just like a little uh, playground. My mom would open the door in the summertime with my mountain bike and be like, "Come back for supper." And so <laughs> me and my friends would ride around and terrorize the neighborhood and get in trouble. I guess the worst thing that could happen to you is you could ride your um your bike into a lagoon and get eaten by an alligator yeah. or something like that but literally there was like zero murders ever committed in Hilton Head uh you know like it's just not like it's not dangerous so like I can't imagine raising a kid in like New York City or something like that how how, how nervous you might be but um for us it was pretty awesome and I played a lot of golf and a lot of basketball and, and rode my bike to school in the mornings in the afternoon, we're back in the afternoon. So it was pretty sweet. Nice. Um, Randy, does that match up with your, uh, your, your timeshare experience down there? Randy's got a timeshare at Spice Bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, but, between the uh in this in the winter there's there's 35 to 40,000 residents and in the summer it balloons to like 220,000 which is crazy to think of but uh most of them are from Ohio right yeah yeah oh and that oh man so me and my boys would go to harbor town in the summertime and that's where all the tourists and and all the, the, the like young daughters of tourists and uh we would go and you know we were the local 15 16 year old kids and hey girls you want to come to a party of course they did and it was uh yeah those were high times i like that well that's that's good to hear um what uh I, you had mentioned about the you know doing your sizzle reel and and kind of falling into the uh the show southern charm and what what was that like at the beginning just I guess a couple of questions, like how you've done it seven seasons now, how long do they film for? What's like the on period versus the off period? And then what's that like just getting used to having a camera following you around? Uh, do you ever quite get used to that? Um, yeah. I mean, it's usually three and a half months. Uh, so you sort of realize that you're, you're, you're going to have to, be available to film for three and a half months and some of your friends are like okay i'll see you on the other side <laughs> you know and you're like okay i understand that i uh, i understand that so um but it is not they don't follow you around all day it's not okay. like that it's it's um it's more you know we, here's where you need to be here's what time and i mean there's a lot that goes into it uh on the production side i mean they've got to um you know, if there's a party, you got to get you know everything right and all that. And it's just, it's not as easy as it sounds. And so I, I really give them a lot of credit for uh, making sure that we uh, are in fun locations. And so they've got a lot of people working to make sure that the show is at least aesthetically and, and all that is, is looks great. What a wild uh, existence. I, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. And you learn so much the first couple of years, like, you know, you're, you're the first year you're like, uh, you're like, what is this? And you're like, uh, literally your brain is processing what's going on around you. And you're trying to, I mean, what I learned from that sizzle reel as I, I watched it um, and was pretty horrified. I think I was sort of trying too hard and, and, and so that was a good lesson learned. Just don't, don't try to, you know, mug for the camera or whatever. Um, just, and, but I feel like, you know, and we've had cast members who sort of freeze up or aren't able to be themselves all that much when the cameras are on, um, they're trying to edit themselves in their mind. I've learned that I, I kind of, I don't mind it at all. In fact, I feel like I'm, my senses are a little heightened and uh, I'm really focused on the conversation where typically I might not be listening all that well. I'm listening and reacting pretty succinctly, I feel like. So I don't mind it. I kind of like it on a certain level. Um, it's fun for me um, and <clears throat> it's wild and it is a crazy existence, um, but it's kind of over before you know it, you know? So, um, and then you, you have to wait and see uh, how it all shakes out because obviously you're, you're only, you know, in the scenes that you're in. So I don't know what other people are saying about me or, or what have you. So that's always a craft shoot. <laughs> the editors have the ultimate power, right? <laughs> I, uh, something like that. Yeah. 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 No, I was just going to ask, you know, obviously with the show and its popularity, you're very recognizable. Yeah. I'm sure you're, very famous in and around the Charleston area. I, I'm sure that's pretty cool, but is it, are there also times where you're like, oh God, I wish I could just kind of blend in and, and you know, I, I don't know how yeah. you react to that kind of newfound fame for lack of a better term. I don't pay attention. Uh, I, I just walk into places and if someone wants to say hello, more than happy to say hello, shake their hand, take a picture or whatever. Um, but I mean, I wrote, I just wrote a book, um, called average expectations. Uh, and I kind of talk about that and, and I talk about people like Bill Murray, um, and other people that I've seen around town. That's a level that, or for example, Danny McBride as well. Who's a, who's a friend who lives in, in town as well. Uh, I don't know that level. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of level where things can get hairy. You know, I think um, when someone, when like every single person knows exactly who you are, like I, I might get, I might see a group of girls at a restaurant and one of them's like, that's a guy, you know, you can tell it's like a, it permeates and, but then they're all so nice and all they want is a, as a picture typically, but I don't think, uh, I walk around as if I don't expect to be noticed or I don't, I'm not really careful about where I go. That's not true. I, on a weekend on downtown King street, I typically stay away because everyone's drunk and a little too bold and we're like, you know, want to hug and, and, and talk for a little too long. So, yeah. uh, but you know, that, that these days so crowded here, but, um, I really just live my life normally. And, and if, and, and all, almost every single one of my interactions is pleasant. I feel like, it, like it, your character is you versus yeah. someone like Bill Murray or Danny McBride, their character, like they're, they're, you know, people are kind of expecting them to like, Oh, yo, like be, be the green yes. or be, yes. be yes. Powers, you know? And, 
And that's right. gotta be even more annoying, I think. Yeah. And Danny, Danny's so funny. He does not like sport. Like he's not a sports fan at all. And so he, but he nailed Kenny powers. Right. <laughs> and, uh, he couldn't tell you anything. I think, um, he had a, he had a super bowl party and, uh, and he he really he was like now who's playing <laughs> he did, he had no idea like he couldn't have cared less which I think is funny and endearing but my and and in this in the case of Bill Murray well, think about it man like ev- my grandparents knew who he was my parents me my cousin my baby cousins like it was so generational like he just can't go unnoticed and he's just he's he's been doing it since the late seventies I, I think there's something too about like comedians or funny characters like that, where that's how people know you. And so they're expecting you when they see you out, like, Oh, you have to be funny. And, and that's a tough pressure. I, I don't envy, you know, those, those people like Bill Murray. I agree. Uh, and then, I mean, then there's like a level of Michael Jordan or something um, major athlete where you just don't know what they're, what the demands on them or the expectations. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with my level. Let's put it that way. I don't want any more. I don't need any more. Everything's good. Randy always gets recognized in airports. That's his. his Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always is a very stretch word there. Uh, I I have, and it's, and it's very, it's flattering. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool to just meet people, say hi. Um, Yeah, it is. Out of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I, I sat down in first class on the way back from the Bahamas. I got upgraded. Bam. And um, this woman was like, I know who you are. <laughs> she was sitting next to me. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she told me her life story and it was outrageous. And so it's kind of fun sometimes to interact, you know, important question there. What, what airline are you flying? What, what's your preferred airline? Delta, if I can, if I can make it happen, I just, I like it a lot. And, but I was on American this time. I'm a, I'm a value uh, flyer for sure. I'm not trying to, uh, yeah, pay too much to travel. I feel like everybody's adding direct flights to Charleston right now. Like everything. It seems like it's, it's an easy place to fly in and out of right now. Yeah. I mean, I heard the LA, there's a direct LA flight, which is pretty cool for sure. Yeah. Uh, Where do you play your golf in Charleston? I just got um, accepted or, or uh, into Bulls Bay, right. uh, which yeah. Thanks. So uh, two year wait, and uh, I was lucky enough to be um, sort of uh, introduced by um, my friend uh, who is the guitarist for Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's great, and he, uh, it, but it took two years. So, um, and now they're like, so, so jammed up that they, they're not even accepting anybody. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, I played a little bit. We played Charleston national played Bulls Bay, um, uh, wild dunes. Uh, the place I always used to go back to over and over and over again was Patriots point Yeah, right yeah. over there. And then okay. I, I guess somebody bought them here recently and it's turning into a big resort. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that, but, but shout out to Mark Bryant, um, from, from Hootie. Thank you for, uh, putting me up. Uh, he, he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Patriots, I've played it, uh, a bunch. Um, and what a fun, like crappy course. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. Four or five holes right along the, the, the uh, harbor there. And, and yeah, the, the last few holes are, are awesome. Honestly, yeah, I kind of sucks, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't heard what they're going to do out there, but I'm excited to see it. 
Yeah. And, but, but bulls is amazing, man. Um, it's, I looked at a, a bunch of different places to join, not saying that any of them would have me, but, um, I mean, who knows, but, uh, the country club of Charleston's one where they played the U S women's open and I've played there a bunch. Yemen's is great. Um, I would say, yeah. And all the, all the Kiowa courses are awesome, but those are what I guess semi-private or I, I guess some of them are private Cacique and river course. Um, but that's too far to go to play around. And I asked around what I should do and almost everybody was like, you are bulls Bay. That is where you belong. Don't go anywhere else. And they were right. I mean, everybody's super relaxed. And like my first round played out there with Mark and some other friends and, and this guy, Brian comes out first, first hole and goes, okay, we're drinking Prosecco today. Has <laughs> two <laughs> bottles of Prosecco. I was like, okay, we're drinking Prosecco today. So I was like, this is the spot for me. I've got a guy, a, a friend in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. He swears by Chardonnay. He only, <laughs> he only drinks Chardonnay on the course now. Cause he's like, awesome. I, can't, I can't drink it too quickly. And it's, sure. you know, it just, it just keeps me going. So <laughs> what's your stance on weed pens on the golf course? It help or hurt? I'm they, they, they hurt me, but if they help others, I'm, I'm all for it. Whatever yeah. helps you get the ball in the hole. <laughs> yeah, right. possible. So, yeah. Um, where do you do your grocery shopping in Charleston? Is it Harris a- Teeter, baby, right down the road here on Isle of Palms. Um, I used to have a golf cart and that was fun to go grocery shopping in the golf cart. I just got a golf cart. I've, I've been, that's really the only place I've really taken it. All the awesome. So far is uh, Whole Foods and Publix. Wait, so, you're in Jacksonville? In, yeah, we're, I'm in Jack's Beach, kind of South Jack's yeah. Beach, Ponte Vedra. Yeah. So nice. yeah, I got a six seat golf cart. Are day. you worried about getting the dreaded uh, gooey, a golf cart under the influence? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually very terrified of that. I'm trying to, yeah, like I will not, I will not do anything stupid on that thing. Cause I feel like well, it's begging for it. Right. I, that's what I was. I sold mine. I just felt like the cops have to be like, you know, there he is. There's the little prick in the golf cart. Yeah. Let's get him. And so I sold it, but um, I had a lot of fun on it for a minute there. Are, uh, are Piggly Wigglies up in Charleston or are, is that just uh more yeah. Hilton Head local. Yeah. You can go to the pig here, um, but they're getting bought out. I mean, they can't really hang, I think, for whatever reason, cost and margins and whatnot. So there's Publix everywhere. There's um, Piggly Wiggly. There's Harris Teeter, uh, Whole Foods and stuff. And, and uh, all the trendy uh, stuff is is here to stay. So um I don't know. I don't, I, I eat out almost every night. So I'm, I'm a terrible cook. Speaking of eating out, what's your, like, what's your go-to right now? How much has it changed kind of pre and post COVID and, and is Charleston kind of any, any concern that it's kind of losing its charm a little bit because it, because it's so popular and because there's so many people flooding in. Yeah. I mean, there's like lines on the bridges to get on to, Sullivan's and, and Isle of Palms and it's just like this isn't going to get any better and so especially in the summertime but I don't know what are you going to do you can't stop progress um, it's it's a fool's errand so I I just I stay out on the beach most of the time um, I'm going downtown tonight 
because um, Bettinardi, the, put, the, the, the putter makers from yeah. Chicago, um, yep. they're very, very uh, kind and, and they've been good to me. Um, I went up to Chicago not long ago, a few years back, and they had me into their, uh, their, they're called the beehive and they, they tested me for a putter and, and they, they've given me several putters and I've been, I mean, this is their hat I'm repping, uh, but they're awesome. And, um, so they're in town and they're throwing a party on the rooftop of the, of the, uh, Dewberry hotel tonight. Nice. And that's a solid and, hotel. I like that yeah. One. The rooftops, I think the best in town. If, um, it's awesome. And so I'm going down there to say hello. And then, uh, was supposed to play Yemen's or Bulls with them tomorrow, but we'll see see how that goes. So, I will pick my spots on downtown. But as far as out here, there's my favorite restaurant, the best restaurant I think is called Coda del Pesque, and it's amazing and really good food. Ken is the chef and owner, and he's he's won. You know, he I think he beat Bobby Flay and on a, some sort of TV show cooking and it's like um italian coastal food it's just so good and then underneath it he bought this place called binkies it's an oyster bar we, we go there all the time we love all the bartenders and stuff and and then there's the dinghy which is a which is sound, it's exactly like it sounds like it's it's kind of a hole in the wall with like your your typical regulars crusty salty veterans and right across the street is the wind jammer as i said oh. and then uh, so IOP's got a nice little fun scene. Sullivan's, uh, I'll go to Mex One a lot um, because they let my dog. They, my dog is like their unofficial mascot. So he kind of up. It's a little French bulldog named Craig. I named him after one of the characters on our show, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's awesome. So Mex One home team, of course. Uh, Pose Dunleavy's. And then Obstinate Daughters is very good um, there on Sullivan. So uh, you can, sp- I mean, I'll tell my girlfriend or whomever, like, hey, we're just doing a beach weekend. Don't even mention downtown because I'm not even playing with that. So, um, but downtown's fantastic. I mean, it's got everything. It's 20 minutes away from me. So I just jump in an Uber. Um, my favorite restaurant at the moment downtown is Chubby Fish. It's um, walk-in only. Um, and it's I, it's where the chefs go when they have a night off basically. And uh, it's amazing. So that's my, that's my place downtown, but there's so many now. And yeah. since I don't live there, like I've got this list, let me just kind of run through it. I sent it to you guys too. Whenever we go, um, up, I used to beat up, what was it? Fig. Fig's great. Yeah. Fig's great. The ordinary yeah. was always good or yes. Relatively recently they you know, last couple of years, uh, and then standby, I don't know if it's a tourist trap or what, but Hall's Chop House was always. No, I love Hall's is great. Place. That place is sick. Hall's is great. And it's like, I mean, I, a lot of people when they get into town are like, we're going to Hall's. And I, I would never s- dissuade them. It's the best steak, I think, in town. Oak is another good place that uh, has good steak, but Hall's is great. There's a new place called Malagon that's really cool. I like little places off the beaten trail. And there are a few. And so I like to go to those places. Oh, I mean, 167 Raw is the most popular spot in town right now. You can't even get in there in under like an hour and a half, the wait list. It's crazy. And it's so good. It's worth it. So that secret is out. <laughs> There's no more secrets. Um, 
I mean, a good place to go, I think, is Shim Creek. I don't know if you guys know about Shim. It's in I Mount Pleasant. I almost got arrested at, at uh, was it Reds? Yeah. yeah. With the kind of the upper bar up there yeah. on top of it. Yeah. So he was, God, he was probably 17, 18, a fake ID. And the fake ID would scan. And so I remember like my cousins and Neil and I were, we were there and I was probably 22 and he was, you know, he was trying to showboat a little bit, throws his fake ID up there, bartender snags it, takes it to the back and was like, yo, this is a fake ID. And he's like, scan it, bro. Scan it. Sure enough, he scans it, it scans and he gives it back to him with a drink. It was, it was oh, wild. Wow. I thought for sure I was going to be you know, going back home and telling my parents, yeah, we got to go get Neil. He's, <laughs> he's in the Mount Pleasant jail here. So. Yeah. I love reds. I mean, reds, you get a little bucket of uh, snow crab legs and, and a bunch of beers. And then next door is Tavern and Table, which yeah. is a little more upscale. And I, I love it there too. So that's kind of a nice, a nice in-between point between the beaches and downtown. So we go there a ton and then you can obviously see it, the water's coming right through and it, it's very relaxing. So there's so many good places, guys. It's just hard to name them all. Home team downtown, Leon's oyster and fried chickens downtown. Um, yeah, there's too, too much to name. That's why I wrote my list on chef, chef guys, check it out. Um, it's called chef Rex. Go down, scroll down. Buy, buy a bunch of shit and then, and then check out my racks. <laughs> uh, how often do you go fishing? Um, I am going fishing in on June 7th, going out to the uh, Gulf Stream, which is about a three and a half hour boat ride. We're going to leave at 4 a.m., get the rods in the water and go for some mahi-mahi tuna, maybe some marlin. I'm, I'm very stoked about that. But uh, it's a big trip, and I love to do it. I love to fish inshore, too, for redfish uh, whenever I can. So I'm a big fisherman. Yeah, we were up uh, God, a couple of years ago, and this was like uh, late October, early November, and we, were, we caught a bunch of reds. Um, and there's just yeah. so many spots, too. There's like, what, like three or four rivers and just all sorts of crazy shit out there in the harbor too yeah if you get a good guide he knows he'll know all the secret spots yeah i've got a friend who's a guide who says that he knows where to find sorry he knows where to guarantee you find some tarpon and he goes i can take you but i i'm dead serious i would blindfold you (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay well let's go let's i'll get the blindfold (laughs) so there are some secret dope spots here uh, Shep, will you go down to the PGA at all this week? Yeah. NBC's asked me to do a, or is it CBS? I mean, I work for NBC owns Bravo, but um, I've got the email somewhere. I'm doing a, uh, a lesson on camera uh, at the, at the tournament on Thursday uh, around one 30. So I'll be there Thursday. <laughs> and then I just got some people asking me if I, and I got, well, so I got offered tickets. I said Thursday and Saturday, two tickets a day. And then I had a text from a friend today. He said, do you want tickets Friday and Saturday? I was like, I'll get, I don't think I want to go three days. That seems like a lot. And so I, I go, if you have any extras on Saturday, I'll bring a few more people. But I remember when Rory won a few years back, that was the most miserable I've ever been on at a golf tournament, guys. It was August yeah. in Charleston. It was 95 plus just sweltering heat and uh 
it and, and and there's not a lot of shade out there you know they got, they got and, and, out there and all sorts of bugs and yeah it's a yeah yeah it's and you know it's both nines go straight out and straight back so it's not like you can sort of hey let's wander back to the clubhouse you know like you are walking so um I had a, as, as fun as, as it might sound, I spent the whole time in the air conditioned uh, hospitality tent drinking beers. How long does that take you to get to from, from where you are too? Probably like well, like that was enough. hours, right? It was a challenge. And then at the end of the day, you're waiting on the shuttle and like you would literally strangle someone if that got you on the earlier shuttle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just want to get the hell out of here. You are covered in sweat. You probably stink. But I, I, I checked out the weather this week. It looks awesome, actually. Yeah, I think it, it's like a high of 80, 81 lows in the high 60s. I was like, oh, that's perfect. So, so glad they switched the PGA Championship to May. Aren't you guys? Yeah, I am this year, at least, you know, maybe, maybe not in a couple of years when it's in Rochester, New York. Uh, no, but, I think that'll be, that'll be fun too. If it's, you know, snow flurries while they're playing. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just opens up so many more possibilities. I mean, remember when they played Southern Hills in Oklahoma and it was just like brutal and that's no fun, you know, that's no fun for the players, but it's also like kind of a bummer, I think for the residents, you know, they want to present their city in its best light. And it's just, you go anywhere in the South in August and a lot of places in the, in like Rochester in August could be 95 degrees guys, you know, I, New York city is brutal. Everybody leaves the city in, in August. So I think, my, I think some of my worst golf tournament experiences have been Atlanta athletic club for the PGA. Oh, yeah. Both times they've had it there in August was just unbearable. Awful. Um, yeah. Do you get the hell out of Charleston in, in like July, August, September, or are you, yeah. are you there for the duration? No. Um, so my parents have a house in Linville, North Carolina, which is near Boone yeah. and, uh, up in the, the Western North Carolina, in the mountains. And, um, my grandparents had one too. And so I've been going there since I was born and it is so nice in the summer it's high of 75 at night you can build a fire and cook steaks and it's just awesome and the course is called linville country club oh donald ross right it's a donald ross course yeah. so i grew up playing that and my dad just made me join uh a year and a half a year ago I think because he was tired of me charging stuff on his bill. <laughs> but his name is, is William Rose Jr. and mine's the third. So <laughs> I, I conveniently leave out the uh, last part of it and hope that sometimes they'll just put it on my dad's. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you're starting to collect but, uh, memberships now. That's, that's good. Oh my God. I know. It's so, it's surreal, man. I still think I'm a, like a 20 year old punk sometimes <laughs> and I can't believe I have a house and I'm a member of two places. It's wild. You're, you're doing a lesson on TV. You said, uh, who's, who's giving the lesson and what's your golf game like, uh, these days? Um, well, let me look. I don't know who's giving it. It's, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like a 15 minute thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's anybody like, obviously it's not a player cause it's on Thursday. But uh, who knows who it'll be. But my game is, okay, I'm a 7.5. Um, I had a really good round at Bulls Bay at a tournament. <laughs> I shot a 75, and it totally deflated my, uh, my handicap. So uh, time to remember guest season, too. That's, yeah. Sucks. Then I had a really nice round at, at the Ocean Course. I shot at 81. Um, 
and it was windy and uh i was like proud of that and that that screwed me up too on my handicap but uh <laughs> when we played what two or three years ago at down in savannah um with uh with it was you me dj and then that's right with willie wilcox the first uh first nine and harry higgs the second nine. harry higgs yeah and yeah i was impressed with your game man you got some you're long off the tee and you're good like you're you're perfect for that shamble format yeah i love a good shamble you know yeah 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 i pre i, I recognize you now yes how are you <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that oh, we, didn't, good, we didn't we didn't electronically embrace at the yeah. beginning of the, of the pod oh good um and then and harry higgs has been doing okay making a little noise hasn't he for sure dude he was i was impressed with him that day he was he was he hit a shot on that short par four that just like I thought they hold out. I thought it was. I kind of. Wilcox was lost in the wilderness, wasn't he? A little bit. Yeah. How's he doing now? I think he's got his corn fairy card. I don't think he sniffed the PGA Tour card here. He's super streaky, I think. But yeah, yeah. Harry's just been on the on the come up. You know, really yeah. ever since then. So I was lucky enough. Well, so I played with Max Homa at the at the uh, BMW Charity Pro Am three years ago in Greenville, and. Um, just been so cool keeping in touch with him um, and seeing how well he's been doing. And yeah. uh, we're going to try to hang out. He's going to extend his stay uh, after, after hopefully he makes the weekend um, he and his wife. So I'm going to try to plan some stuff for them. And then um, the next year I played with Scott Harrington, who was sort of a uh, mini tour journeyman and uh, yeah. he made the big boy tour. And I was, and he, I think he got second at Houston so I was very pleased to see that. And I texted the both of them. I was like, who is the common denominator in your success? <laughs> uh, yeah, Scott's story is sweet, man. With his, his wife had cancer. Yeah. And I was there out in Portland the year that this was like two years ago that he, uh, he finished and finally got his tour card and everything. And it was like, it was like, I was crying. It was emotional, man. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Like hometown event for him too. That's great, man. He's a great, great guy. And so, I'm wondering uh, who I'm going to get paired with this year at the BMW on June 7th or 10th around there. And I told uh, Max, I was like, he'll probably win the masters. <laughs> I was going to say that the, the guy should be fighting over who gets to play with you. Yeah, that's right. They'll probably like, yeah. If, if English was their second language, they'll become a double major in, uh, in <laughs> linguistics from Harvard and then win the masters. Uh, Randy was supposed to play last year. Yeah, we can't make it this year, but uh, hoping to come back next year. They they do such a great job with that event. And, yeah, um, you know, I love I love getting up to Greenville. Nice, nice. It was awesome. I really really liked it. I've never played in that sort of environment. I mean, we it's like um, golf. You know, like you gotta you gotta you gotta golf your ball. You have to putt everything, <laughs> <laughs> and it can be sort of nerve wracking and. Um, but I had so much fun and it's just so cool to see those guys hit the shots. I think ring ring Gibson, ring Gibson, Reese yeah. Gibson. Does that make it? Does that ring a bell? Yeah. He was, he's a super nice guy. He was our other, other pro and, and he and his partner won the damn tournament. So, and that week, Scott, I think made six uh, in the tournament. So really cool to see two pros playing really, really good golf right next to you. And, um, I mean, some of their iron shots, I was like, that's going in, that's going in. I mean, a lot of them, honestly. So, uh, you know, we get to see the pros 
on TV, the, the ones that are playing well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The guys that aren't doing so hot, we don't see. So, um, but it's cool to have a front row seat to two guys that are playing well. TC, any other uh, restaurant or Charleston specific things you want to ask Shep? I think I'm, I'm good overall. Just uh, who's your pick? Where's every, yeah. Where's everybody staying? I mean, downtown, I would assume. Um, I would just stay downtown. I mean, come out to the beach for if you were going to take a day off of golf. I would say come out to Sullivan's or Isle of Palms or both for that matter and sit on the beach and then grab a drink and uh, an afternoon appetizer and you will not be disappointed. It's very relaxed, very chill. Um, downtown, if you wanted to day drink, I would go to uh, home team, barbecue, downtown, um, or just really any bars along um, King Street there. Uh, Uptown Social, there's a place called First Place. They'll be showing the, the golf and a lot of sports. And just walk up and down King Street and you won't be disappointed. If you like Asian food, uh, there's a place called Zaobao Biscuit that is, I think, the best um, Asian food in town. So, and that's off the beaten trail. Um, so, yeah, go explore for sure. Love it. Perfect. Yeah, and I just uh, again, uh, all, most of these restaurant recommendations that you've mentioned, they're all at uh, shepgear.com. Great website. Uh, you got gear there, as you said, and and yep. people can read all about um, some good dining and, and drink options all around Charleston. Absolutely. Shep, appreciate the time, dude. Hey, anytime guys, anytime. I uh, hope you enjoy watching. Who are my, who's my pick? Did you ask? Oh yeah. man. Um, let's see. I mean, I'd love to see Dustin do well. He's awesome. He's a, he's a South Carolinian. Love to see Max do well. Um, well, who are you guys thinking? <laughs> Randy, who you got? I, for some reason, I think JT might, Justin Thomas might um, might be the guy. I also took a little bit of a flyer. We do a DraftKings pick segment. Uh, I don't know why. Cam Smith, for some reason, is is sticking out to me this week. I, I really like him, too. So I'm happy somebody to be asked, Somebody asked before the Masters, like a, a, a PGA player. I can't remember who it was. And they they threw out Shoffley. They were like, he's playing really well. And and he did he did make a little noise. Yeah. Yeah. I like Shoffley. I think I think Tony Finau is gonna give it a run. Oh, I think God. he I think it's time, Randy. No, no way. No way. <laughs> I just uh, hope there's some big names and uh and the conditions are a little difficult, a little wind. That would be fun to see them battling. And hopefully yeah. it's not an eight shot victory like it was last time. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I love Rory too. I, I love watching that. You know, that I was, was going to say if, if Rory and Spieth are playing well, it could be, it could be a lot of fun. So. Kepka. Yeah. That would be cool to see him go for it. But yes, yeah. yeah, I was listening to Max Homa's podcast and he said, he said that Spieth is his favorite golfer. Um, he was just like, he doesn't do anything crazy good. He gets the damn ball in the hole. And, uh, I, I, I thought that was, uh, interesting that, that 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 was his favorite golfer and then another thing that interests me was um he said he, he's asked who has the best hands on tour and he said webb simpson without a doubt this his swing he whips his hands through and he, you have to time that perfectly you just got to be so good to be able to do that so i i love little tidbits like that from the pros you know 
yeah yeah max is great his his podcast is a good listen and do me a favor when when he's staying with you after the tournament go out and go out and get him a little drunk this week have, have him blow off some steam oh i doubt he's i i, I he's not dumb enough to stay with me <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have an irish goodbye set up very easily <laughs> i can guarantee you that <laughs> oh perfect oh, well shut thanks dude appreciate it right, guys all right yeah. cheers guys Anytime. have a good week see ya Favorite trapper, the absolute.